Hi, UCSC. It's Sharon, your student podcaster. Okay, I'm going to start this first podcast off strong by complaining. I know we're barely halfway through winter quarter, but I'm already starting to feel completely burnt out. Like, my eyes are screaming because the amount of time I have to spend staring at my laptop. Because first you have all your classes, then you have all your meetings, and then finally, when you finish all of that, all your homework also involves staring at the screen. Anyway, I'm a first year, so I'm in this weird lingo period of being in college but never having actually lived or attended classes at UCSC. COVID really made it hard to make friends, and so I've been trying to get involved with so many organizations. And I'm not going to lie, I've definitely done way more in my one and a half quarters in college than I did in all of high school. Okay, maybe that isn't true because my high school was one of those highly competitive public high schools that basically fed kids to UCLA, Berkeley, and like so-called prestigious universities. Like I once met a kid who called Berkeley the Burke. Why was he on a first name basis with Berkeley? Anyway, lucky for us here, we're in a pretty dope college, but I guess it does matter to keep in mind what your next step after college is going to be. So I went to my dad, and together we compiled, and by we compiled, I mean he told me a bunch of tips for the resumes of college students. By the way, my dad is a partner at ENY, and so he deals with a lot of recruiting and interviewing. So without further delay, here's tip number one. Keep your resume to one page. I feel like everyone hears this, but he said no one wants to or is even willing to spend the time to thumb through multiple pages of a resume. Also, he said one thing that really makes a resume stand out is having a two to three word summary on yourself at the top. Tip number two, keep your resume organized. This is another basic one, but make sure you separate it into sections such as education, organizations, affiliations, you know the deal. Also, don't just be a member of 15 clubs. It looks way better to show you were an active member in just a few clubs. This means you took on leadership roles or you possibly worked with teams rather than just showing up to meetings. Okay, this next part he could not stress enough. Do not have misspellings. Listen, I'm a literature major who never properly learned phonetics. I love spell check but it does not catch everything. So this means if you have to reread your resume five times, then read it five times. My dad told me that resumes that have misspellings are often just thrown out because if you can't be trusted to get your resume correct, what can you be trusted with? The next tip is to show what skill sets you have. College is all about acquiring skill sets for the workforce, but you can get skill sets from everywhere, even if you just work a regular customer service job. You can always explain what you learned from an experience. Did you learn sales skills? Did you gain skills from working in teams? Just explain what you learned. But also, don't oversell what your job was. Like, don't dramatically hype up your job at McDonald's and be like, I worked at one of the top restaurants in the world. Like, there's nothing wrong with working at McDonald's, but you need to focus on the skill sets you learned rather than just overselling it because they're definitely going to call out your bluff. I believe we are on tip number five. Show that you are well-rounded. they rather take a kid with a slightly lower GPA who also worked 20 hours a week than that kid with a perfect 4.0 but who did nothing but study. I do want to point out this does not mean sacrifice your GPA in order to be involved in a million things. My next two tips kind of go together. 
First, tailor your resume for whichever job you're applying. Since your resume should only be a page long, obviously there are things you have to leave off of it. For every job you apply to, your resume should look different and show the skills you have that best apply to that job. This is where the next tip comes in. Show that this is the job you want. Don't show that you want a job, but show that you want this specific job. If you're applying to be an engineer, but just keep talking about how you have pre-law organizations on your resume, that's going to look strange and probably not get you the job. Now, that is unless you can find a way to tie them together and explain how the skills you learned in these pre-law organizations apply to your job as an engineer. But if you can't do that, don't put the organization down. Now, obviously we're in a unique situation because of COVID-19. For the most part, we cannot go and physically participate in organizations. Since this is such a strange situation, my dad told me that people probably won't be marked down for not having organizations that they took part in, but it will still be like extra points if you were able to find ways to participate. It would look really good if you can show that you were able to supplement your resume beyond your education during this time. Now you might be wondering, how do I get involved? I know a lot of activities are put on hold, which is a major bummer, but I can tell you the way I started joining organizations. So even though there really wasn't one source to find out, I just started searching things on Instagram and DMing the organizations I found cool. They all got back to me like really fast. You can definitely also email them. Of course, now you have this totally stellar podcast to find out about all the cool opportunities. And one cool opportunity I would highly recommend is the Chancellor's Undergrad Internship Program. Did you love that transition? Because I did. Anyway, it's often called CUIP. Basically, there are many positions open and all sorts of possible internships, and you can get thousands of dollars in scholarship money. They're currently taking applications until February 8th. Each of the internships are associated with different parts of UCSC, whether that's organizations like KZSC or SOAR, or specific colleges like Rachel Carson and College 9 and College 10, or even the athletics department, or even specific majors like feminist studies or environmental sciences, and so many more. Those are just the ones I remembered off the top of my head. You get leadership skills, which is a marketable skill for your resume from a two-unit class, and you get to work under a mentor. I definitely recommend you check it out. And you can find it really easily. You can just Google it, CUIP at UCSC, and it's the first page. Or if you have specific questions, you can email them at CUIP at UCSC.edu. Now, if CUIP doesn't interest you, but you still want to think about your future or you want some other opportunities, we have an entire career center. You can visit the Ask a Peer hours, which are running virtually every school day from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And after 3 p.m., they have time for appointments. If you have a quick or general question, the Ask a Peer hours are great. I visited the Ask a Peer hours very briefly for this podcast, and they told me how they're currently submitting feedback on written resumes. And if you turn in your resume, you'll get feedback within two business days, which is pretty cool. The peer advisors are great to have that initial conversation with before you meet the career coaches who are also a great resource. They give you help with grad school applications or law school applications, or you can even just talk to them if you're deciding what the best path for you is. 
they have plenty of resources for internships and jobs. It's easy to find opportunities, like it's way easier than you think. It's their literal job to share with you, so I really recommend you hit them up. And if you need any advice on who to talk to or any general direction, you can email cc underscore coach at ucsc.edu. If you want to get involved with our career coaches, we have a whole page on the UCSC website dedicated to the Career Center. You can find resources about all the things we spoke about and more. That's all I have for you today. Remember, it is Aquarius season, so expect so much energy around us based on the very humanitarian, independent, unique, and progressive sign. And in case you were wondering, yes, I am an Aquarius.